This is Around the Table, where we explore the benefits of cooperative ownership. This week, we're talking with Joe Lardy, research analyst with CHS Hedging, about the recent USDA acreage report. Joe, what was the biggest surprise from the acreage report and why? Well, the biggest surprise was everything. This wasn't one report where just one item was, oh boy, I wasn't expecting that and everything else fell in line. This was a report of, wow, that was not what I expected. Oh, that was not what I expected. But I think the biggest takeaway, the biggest surprise, I guess, would be the miss on the soybean acre number. It was so far out of range that it even today, everybody is still kind of going, huh, I'm not quite sure why that happened. And now we got to really kind of go back and look at all the factors that went into that. And then, of course, the implications of a much smaller acreage number really will have impacts not only for this marketing year, but certainly into next marketing year as well. Lots to unpack. Joe, you mentioned farmers put a lot more corn and a lot fewer beans in the ground than initial trade guesses had pegged. What do you think drove those decisions? Well, I think in this country, we really like to plant corn and the weather was favorable. So we got the corn in, you know, it wasn't an all-time record fast pace on the corn, but it was early enough where when we've seen years that the window is open to plant on the earlier side, when we've seen good fertilizer application, and then we also just some modeling that we do in-house and looking at some economics from more of an agronomic standpoint, it really did lean things more towards the corn side. I had a higher bias for corn acreage going into the report, I was a little surprised at how aggressive the USDA was, but that part wasn't overly surprising to me in the direction that it went. I think that the big miss on the soybean side was there, but I also think that when we look at if you're going to plant corn or beans or cotton or whatever crop it's going to be, you're looking at those economics. And I think we did pick up additional corn acres down in the South as cotton prices really declined. So I think there was kind of a a whole mixed bag of factors that went into it, but a lot of things did point towards higher corn acres. Renewable diesel, Joe. We've seen calls from a lot of analysts that we're going to need more soybean acreage to keep this industry growing. How does this drop in soy acreage this year impact that industry going forward? So I think in the very short term right now, it's not a catastrophe. It certainly is very concerning, but the industry is going to need time to build up and ramp up and get those plants fully operational where that demand base is now right front and center where we really need to have all those soybean acres so we can get the product into the crush facility. I think where it really would become an issue is, you know, we're just seeing those plants come online now. But I think next year, the year after that, and probably, you know, in that two to three year time frame down the road is when this is going to be absolutely critical. So the soybean market is going to have to price itself into a place where we're going to attract those additional acres. It really is going to be interesting to see if we decide to maybe sacrifice a little bit of our export program in order to move some of those beans potentially internal and keep them at home for crush as well. All right, Joe, what's the takeaway from this latest acreage report for the farmer? I think we need to be aware that the government is going to give us a surprise going forward. When we look back historically at whether it's acres, whether it's stocks, whether it's yields, 
we tend to believe that we have a really good handle on where things are at and where that kind of that range of expectations, you know, when I'm, when I'm surveyed every month for the WASD or whether it's an acreage or stocks report, you know, analysts come up with a range of expectations. The USDA has a very strong history of not only being on the high or low end of those ranges, but being on the outside of those ranges. And that can give the market a real shock. And so expect to continue to see volatility and continue to look ahead towards those reports as days that could really, well, it could really help or really hurt somebody's outlook in their position and their profitability. So it's always a good idea to have your marketing plan ready to go and to be able to capture those opportunities when they happen. And also to be able to protect yourself from big surprises that might move the market in a direction that you didn't want it to move. That's Joe Lardy, research analyst with CHS Hedging. Joe, thanks for joining us this week. You bet. Thanks for having me on. And thank you for joining us here around the table. Learn more about the benefits of cooperative ownership at cooperativeownership.com.